helping families be happy. Well, welcome to the Helping Families Be Happy podcast, where we explore the often messy world of family, love, and relationships. I'm your host for this podcast, Christopher Robbins, the co-founder of Familius Publishing, husband, father of nine, author, fly fisherman, backpacker, and aspirational musician based in the Central Valley of California. We hope to bring you nourishing real-life information about love, family, relationships, and life. Now, I'm happy to introduce today's guest, Larissa Hansek. Larissa is an artist and author of children's books, including the board books Opposites and Let's Move. Larissa is from Berlin, Germany. She's been a creative director and art director for Berlin agencies. Her background is in media design and media computer science. She started a deep dive into illustration when she became a mother. When her daughter brought home a pack of polymer clay one day, Larissa fell in love with that material. She now combines her digital skills, her illustration work, and her clay work to create adorable art, some of which can be found in her books, Opposites and Let's Move, both published by Familius. Today, we're exploring creativity and how to inspire creativity with our children. Creativity falls into the Familius habits of happy families, play together and learn together. You can learn more about the Familius 10 Habits of Happy Families by going to the Habit Hub blog on Familius.com. Now, welcome, Larissa. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Now, it's, it's, it's morning here. Should I say Guten Morgen? Uh, yeah, Guten Morgen. So uh, it's not morning in my time. It's uh, early evening. I say good evening and you say good morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so you're in Germany. Familius does a lot of work with uh, people in Europe and Eastern Europe. Um, just tell us about your art upbringing. You know, what, what inspired you what, to be creative and to become an artist? Um, I don't know. I, I felt really early in my life um, a, 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 a lot sympathy for character. I don't know. I grew up in the east part of Germany and we did not have uh, any kind of, you know, comics or a, a colorful animation series or something like that. And everything was a bit, you know, less... Um, less um, capitalism, as we all know. But uh, in, in the TV, sometimes on Sunday, there were some tiny scribble um, of character visible. So, and that was for me, as I remember my earliest um, memories about those um, character and illustration. And I was in love, but I, I did not uh, uh, went that direction in my life. So I, I knew I have something creative in me. I knew I wanted to paint and to draw, but I was not really supported in, 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 in that um, uh, former world. And then later, so I, I studied computer science and stuff like that. So, and media design, which is a kind of creative, but later when my, um, when my daughter uh, arrived, so the creativity exploded somehow. So I, I deep dived in, into that topic, um, let's say 
10, uh, no, 12 years ago, about 12 years ago. So I don't know uh, why it, so it came naturally to, to deep dive more into be a real artist illustrator. Uh, before I was a designer and serve clients to fulfill their dreams and their wishes. So it's not, you know, it's more like being in a big team and fulfilling wishes of others. Yeah. Well, children do have a way of unlocking a lot of things in us as, as adults, yes. as parents, and, and even discovering and perhaps rediscovering our own youth. Interesting that you, that we, we take for granted perhaps all the things and opportunities that we might have in the United States where I grew up and that you say in Eastern, uh, in, in Germany, you, you didn't even have comics. And, and, and so that was something that you could explore later. That's really fascinating. So let's talk about your, your, your relationship with your daughter and creativity. Now, um, you're a mother. And our listeners are, are primarily parents, a lot of mothers, and, and, and they all want, you know, their children to, to explore the world around them. Um, how do you inspire your daughter? What have you found to be successful in helping your daughter explore her own creativity? Yeah. Um, first of all, I had fun to do things and then, you know, I naturally did it with her and then I figured out some stuff. Um, for example, um, uh, we started from the really beginning when she was two years old and could, you know, learned, I don't know, one and a half learned walking and could stay. We had a big, but really um, not tall. What's the opposite of tall? Uh, you, you know the word? Short. Not tall from the short. Yeah, of course. <laughs> short table, but a big table in our in our living room. So, and on that big table, I provided for her every day a new big piece of white paper, for example. And and with in that really uh, early stage of life, she she could express her her. Um, her creativity or her feelings it's more a feeling i guess in that age uh, while using different materials for example uh, ch chalk or a brush or just a pencil and um so that was enough at, at that stage and i kept going with that um system so uh don't buy a small desk for your kid i think they need room they need a lot of space for the for, for being creative. And then um, I started after giving her a brush or a pencil and a big piece of paper, I started to give her some material, but not too much. I think one rule as I figured out is not to give them a whole box of, um, of materials uh, day by day or week by week, uh, another material and then put the other way so that they can start learning, exploring with one material by the other. And um, yeah, so we, uh, besides that, when she got older, I think boredom is a really important thing for kids also that they, that they have the time to sit down, to calm down, and to explore some some things, uh, materials, creativity by themselves, not uh, constantly um, 
uh, getting triggered by outside uh, events or parties or trips or whatever. So I, at least I uh, watch my daughter sitting hours at her table being creative with 11. So she really learned how to focus and how to sit there. And, and she really learned to, to, to do it. But I'm a, not an expert. Maybe she is not uh, a reference for other kids. Maybe some for others, you know, they not material is the way maybe others need kind of um, other games for expressing themselves. Yeah. Well, I think there's a few things that you shared that are really helpful. I love the idea of having a big table. I think sometimes as, as parents, we want everything to be perfect. We want that kitchen table to be clean. And um, I know in our family, we have a very big table that I, I had uh, a woodworker make for my wife when we had two children. I gave it to her for Valentine's Day and it stayed with us. And it is a big table. I find that's where the kids do all their work. Now it's where they do their painting. It's where they do their math. It's where they're, they're all gathered around that table. And uh, that space is important. So I, I love that you brought that up. Also love that that you said that it's okay for kids to 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 have boredom time, and you you kind of transition that 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 downtime to be calm, where they can then express themselves, express their feelings. And art is a great is a really wonderful medium to be expressing your feelings. And it, kids don't have to be scheduled every moment of every day, right? They can they they need that time to just just explore. Now, if I remember right, you you have you've brought a few ideas that you can share with us that perhaps our listeners could 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 experiment with with their own children or even with themselves if they want to rediscover their creativity. And if you haven't listened, um, we have another podcast with Mary Potter Kenyon on creativity with her book called To Be Creative. So that's a, a, a podcast our audience might be interested in listening to. But Larissa, share with us some ideas of what we can do to help uh, bring creativity into our home with our kids. Yeah, so I can only um, um, uh, report from my own life. But what we did, for example, uh, we both uh, have sketchbooks all the time with us which is uh, in case of creativity and um, calming down the mind and sitting and creating and write down ideas or sketch ideas. It's a really awesome um, activity when you, uh, for example, museums. I love to go to museums myself, but when I would put her into that museum every time without any, you know, um, actions or, or things to do, she would freak out after a while. So my trick was we, we take a sketchbook uh, with us and sit, for example, in, a, in the front of a big painting of Van, Van Gogh, for example, or other nice artists we saw together. And then we start talking about that artwork together, about the details we see, about the expressions we feel. And then we, we, we actually uh, draw, um, draw those sculptures or paintings we see but not only like uh, you uh, in the way it is also how we feel it how we would pro uh, progress is how we how we would um, change it for example so this is a really good exercise and for example I, I love I'm not a Christian 
uh, because we East Berlins, we had nothing to do with God and stuff. But I really love to go to churches and to visit those um, those uh, priests or or do you call them priests? Well, uh, to, 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 to sit there and listen and to explore you know, the, the harmony and stuff, even if I'm not uh, a Christian. And I redo it for Christmas. And uh, Matilda always comes with me, but she is really bored after 10 minutes or 20 minutes or half an hour. And then she took out her sketchbook and sketches all the angels from the from the wall and stuff like that. So it's a really, really good method to, to do things with kids where after a time it could be boring. So then, you know, if they, they always have the pencil and the book with them, you know, and then they are used to, 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 to do it, it's really lovely for them. I love so, and then another, uh, Let me just break in. I love what you said there because it's it, kids have an attention span that can last only a few minutes, yeah. right? And yeah. you brought up going to a museum or going to even a church, um, a synagogue, a mosque. And and they, they are they are really calm. Oh, They're your quiet place. Restaurant. <laughs> and but you brought your your sketchbook. I can tell you that when I was when I was a young man, I would go to church mm -hmm. with my parents, and my friend Nate Pinnock and I, um, we would get bored, and so what we would do is we would bring our sketchbooks, and we would sit there during the during church, and we would think of a Bible story like Moses. And so we would uh -huh. then then we would then illustrate that story, and so that, oh, nice. that that was a way for us to to you know calm ourselves, be still participating, but yet have an outlet for our creativity within that environment. So that, that's fun. That's fantastic. Yeah, you did it so naturally. Yeah, it's a matter of we we never leave the house without. Oh, do you have your sketchbook? You know, like like do you have your uh, pocket money or do you have your key? So it's you know one of those. Uh, things we never forget because when you sit there and you don't have it you you lose is that opportunity sometimes yeah and also for adults you know it could be also very boring when you sit in a kind of uh, meeting or somewhere you know and then i sketch so yeah this is one thing we do um another i did also with kids in in workshops for example uh, to i don't know to take any kind of object and to think about what it else could be so to give him to give that object a really new function uh, for example i don't know a tooth, toothbrush can also be a um uh, where you um, where you um i don't know the word uh, a hairbrush or something <laughs> where you clean not not clean your hair but you to make it straight i don't know so this is fun to do this is fun to do with kids at all because they have so many nice ideas, you know, and, and while doing that, they learn to think around the corner or think out of the box, like we call it, you know. And uh, the next uh, step is to give this uh, object a personality or a name or a kind of character and to think about what the story could be behind it. We yeah, sometimes we, we do it when we are at the sea or something, we collect grass and stone and some materials we find and then we we create character out of them for example and, and we, this we, we encourage our kids to play with our food so you can, so you can find sometimes fruits and vegetables um, already have a personality in their form and they might look like an old man or they might look like something that's funny and so um, 
we find that it, that you can you can create a whole world with fruits and vegetables. And yeah, it, nice. And also with stones or toothbrushes. <laughs> so there is no there is no border or boundary. Um, yeah, and what we played when when Matilda was a bit younger is like uh, one of us named three things, you know, like a I don't know a, a box, a flower, and a shoe, and the other needed to tell the story um, around it. So, and in the beginning, she never wanted to create that story because she was really young, three or four. I think you, in, at that age, you have a lack of um, of capability to do it you know to to have a kind of um uh dramaturgy i don't know what's the word you know a kind of do you have a word for it where you have a story which tells some things and then oh whatever um but she loved to listen my stories and after a while she she uh, got rid of that feeling she cannot do it and started to tell their own stories for example so. right. I, I love that let yeah. me let me share this storytelling is a very powerful way of expressing creativity I mean we love stories we learn through stories um, the civilization has passed down so much important information just through stories the best teachers use stories one of the one of the games we play as a family for creativity is is one of us will say, I'm going to tell a story what and we'll go around the room and say, what, what do you want in the story? And then people say, I want a pink dragon. And then the other person will say, I want a mountain of chocolate. And so they, they mm -hmm. get to pick what they want in the story. And then the person who's telling the story now has the responsibility of adding of making sure that that story includes each of those elements or subjects that the family members brought up. And so that forces you to be very creative within how you use those things. So the story mm -hmm. is a great opportunity. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know, yesterday I wrote a nice uh, exercise uh, around those stories as well. So because, uh, and it was about, you don't need to have a room full of toys, you know, maybe uh, just a newspaper is enough to cut out the character there or the pictures of the people there and, uh, and paint them and, uh, and uh, do your own story out of the newspaper, for example. So it can be really simple. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good. That was a nice... Uh, so we, we already painted newspapers, of course, or posters or stuff like that. But yeah, we never cut really out uh, newspaper stuff. I don't know, Angela Mer Merkel, for example. <laughs> then uh, maybe give her a, a different hair, you know, and maybe glasses and give her a new name and uh, another, you know, new story. Yeah. That could be fun. Yeah, Even, you know, to combine it with those uh, uh, current topics in the news. So to make it maybe less dramatic or not less dramatic because it's dramatic. Uh, but, you know, we are all afraid of those uh, news maybe and also the kids. So they are uh, maybe to to give a bit playfulness to that. Yes. You know, humor often has a way of of um, helping us manage our fears, helping us get through a, a stressful times having a sense of humor yeah. and uh, mm -hmm. being able to play with uh, those characters you see in the newspaper, I, I, in magazines is, is another great way of exploring your creativity. What other couple examples do you have that you could share with us and our, and our listeners and helping our children be creative? More examples? 
Yeah, do you have any more examples that you wanted to share? Um, oh, there was one I did uh, at her birthday party, which is actually a uh, opening game for workshop for adults also, but I really find it uh, refreshing to do it with the kids. So it's you take uh, spaghettis, not cooked, and marshmallows. And then uh, maybe you can build teams or you... Um, or you can do it just the two, two, three, four, or in your case, six. How many kids? Six, Nine. Or eight, eight. Then, the, the, okay, then the uh, <laughs> 10. No, then you are 12. The 12 of you, I don't know, to, to build the highest uh, tower ever out of the marshmallows and the spaghetti. So try, I don't know, have you ever tried? This is really fun. I've never done that. It sounds like an engineering challenge. It's an engineer, but of course, it's it's more you plan together and you need a kind of strategy for it, you know, and a creative strategy because creativity does not always mean that you paint something or you sculpt some, something. I think in every in every job, creativity is necessary to to th uh, think th uh, things through together. Yes, as a team, or as, most of the time, as a team. There's just so many opportunities to use art and to use um, to, this aspect of creativity, exploring it to learn. Um, what we've learned about creativity is that um, we sometimes think that this idea came out of the air. It was, it, it was born out of nothing, which is not true at all. Creativity actually comes from where we have learned this and we've learned that and we've learned this over there. And then we've then we just all of a sudden connect those mm -hmm. ideas that we had previously learned to create something different. And mm -hmm. uh, you know, you know, all the great innovations that have come through through time have come because of what people have learned and experienced, and then they're just connecting those dots. So what a great opportunity to help our children to learn to have to learn to be in, work in teams to, to um, explore new mediums, to solve problems. It, it, what it, it's, a, it's a great opportunity to learn together and play together, isn't it? Mm. Well, um, is there anything else that you wanted to share with us and our listeners about creativity uh, to inspire us to just be a little bit more creative with our children? Um, uh, maybe maybe um, a little um, um suggestion uh, the internet uh, the internet and uh, all it comes with is not always bad you know it can be good for example if you use uh, when you have older kids uh, when you use it right maybe that's a good thing uh, at least i experienced so for example matilda can use uh, a tablet but most of the time for creating something with an app for for example to do stop motion videos so there are lots of apps on the market and for free you know and it's really easy to do picture by picture and then move for example uh, an object and to see how it uh, how it moves so for example i'm a big fan of those uh, design blogs and also uh, uh, pinterest and co uh, or youtube videos and uh, i let her use those platforms to explore uh, and she really use it for that to explore how other people do things and so sometimes she she looks for an idea for i don't know something she wants to craft for a birthday for someone then she uses pinterest to explore a bit what other people do 
and then with every step so she learns the new uh, techniques and new materials and then she added that knowledge to the next project where she tries something else so i think exploring uh, in a good way through those uh, blogs and also creators for people in older ages is a really good thing about the internet too. So. I agree. The internet yeah. has just completely democratized education mm -hmm. opportunities to learn. Um, and so our listeners, if uh, you don't be afraid to explore with your children, uh, you know, great opportunities on, on the internet of, of, of how other people are learning to create. I mean, our, we do a lot of music and we found that um, if there's a song we want to learn on the guitar, well, we can go to YouTube and we can find somebody that can help us learn that really quickly. So. Yeah, which is which is wonderful, right? And yeah. I would wish, you know, uh, uh, all those teenagers out there wouldn't, wouldn't, would not use uh, TikTok or Instagram for doing selfies, you know, and, and presenting themselves. They would rather use it for creating something and present it to the world. Yeah. At least this is what I teach or want to teach. She is not allowed to use those social media right now. Um, but I think uh, I cannot stop it in the future. But this is at least what I try to teach her. When you do those stuff, then show something uh, you did, not show yourself all the time. It's okay to show yourself sometimes, but uh, add something for uh, follow creators and create something and it's not necessarily a sculpture or you know as I said it could be also poems or uh, you know statements things you have to say find something that uh, expresses uh, express yourself yes but if you, uh, if you use it you know absolutely yeah. I, I want everyone to understand that you you were born to create you are creative yeah. even if you haven't picked up a pencil or a paintbrush or played an instrument in years yeah you can still be creative. Well, Larissa, it's been absolutely fascinating to, to hear from you and how the great ideas that you've done with your family and helping them be creative. Now, where can our listeners find you if they were interested in looking for you on the internet? Um, I don't have a proper website, but I'm really active uh, on Instagram, of course, as a creator. So I have a, uh, it's my name, Larissa Honsek, H-O-N-S-E-K, right? Uh, and there are both, uh, there are two, um, uh, two profiles available. One is from all my photography and my pinhole photography most of the time. And the others is, uh, is the colorful character design out of clay world. So this is where people can find and contact me if they want. We encourage our listeners to do And so. also, see, also see the upcoming books coming out with Familias, right? Opposites is cute. Let's Move is really, really wonderful. And uh, next year, 2022, I think we're coming out with uh, a book on emotions. Uh, so that Emotions be and feelings. Yeah, I'm already working on it. That's great. <laughs> Well, as we conclude today's podcast, I'd like to thank Larissa and Familias Publishing for their support in bringing this podcast to your ears and your heart. We'd be thrilled if you subscribed to the podcast and left a review. If you're looking for more Familias content, be sure to visit us at Familias.com, where you will find our Habit Hub blog and more amazing books and articles for families. One step at a time, we can make the world a happier place. We talk together, learn together, play, work, eat.
Together we laugh, together heal, together and we love forever when we read.